You are listening to Krusty Flaps and the King here with you on 94.325-6459-1783 FM. You are listening to the Claim of Throne Blodgecast. My name is Ash and with me as always is my friend Cabba. I am Captain Saggy Flap and it's great to be here. <laughs> uh, bloody yarn away. I haven't seen you for at least, let's say, six to seven days. It's been rough. I'm going to call it seven to eight days. <laughs> Oh, almost time. eight days. Yeah, you know how I know? Because uh, the last drink I had was probably about this time eight days ago. Wow. You have not had one single drip or drop or dribble. No. The closest I've had to alcohol was sipping some kombucha. What is that shit? Kombucha something rather? This, it's like a fizzy drink. It's yeah. disgusting. Wouldn't yeah. recommend it. No. It tastes like rotting fruit. What'd you have that for? For the last? I uh, just... Yeah, just like, oh, pour me a, a cup, please. Are you getting cravings for the booze? Certain times, like on Sunday afternoon, I really wanted a beer. And also, just knowing I was doing this podcast today, I definitely did want one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, what's that you drinking there? Oh, this is Exhibit A, uh, iced coffee. <laughs> No, oh, yeah, and alcohol, yeah. which is amazing. I honestly haven't had one drip either, apart from one night on Saturday where I just let loose. Um, had many I, I just drips. couldn't resist anymore, and it was really good. Um, this is the, also the first podcast we've done with you sitting in your new abode. That you is true. by the traffic. Oh, so you can hear all that shit? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Ambience, right? Yeah, very loud. I did notice that I'll try and gate it out, but while I'm talking... There is a car going past, so you'll probably <laughs> hear it, but it is what it is. I'm going to yeah. have to, I suppose, musical conversation number one is I'm going to have to put some sort of shit behind my computer because I'm the computer has its back to the window. Mm-hmm. So that'll probably knock down a little bit of that noise just to create a bit of a barrier. So yeah, yep. I'm going to make some soundproof panels. Yep. But yeah, man. Holy shit. What, what have you been doing since tour? Uh, well, we got back late Sunday night and it was just straight back to work Monday morning. Mm. Uh, and yeah, just did that. Have I think, yeah, by the end of that trip, I can't even remember what we were saying on the last podcast episodes, but uh, it was just like something needs to change with <laughs> drinking and eating and just being fit. So yeah, I've been trying to be pretty good. Um, got this new app that my friend Ash told me about called My Fitness Pal. Oh, yeah album of the week and you log in, you know, all the things you eat and drink and try and keep to it. And so I've actually been using it strangely enough and it sends you little notifications to remind you to do shit um, when you don't Mm. log your lunch or something. I'm like, oh yeah. And then it takes half a second to put it in. Uh, And, you know, it might not be the most accurate thing ever, but it gives you a fair idea or at least makes you think about what you're putting in your body or when you're due for a bit of exercise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even Saturday night, I was like, didn't really want to put in that I had 25 pints. Uh, so that was pretty is that, scary. Is that how many you had? No, no I wouldn't have a clue. It was a lot. <laughs> and whatever I had would have just like blown the budget big time for the yeah. entire week. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I've been, yeah, running a fair bit, morning, before work, and then also after work. Wow. Uh, with dog. And yeah, feeling pretty good. 
Looking cool. forward to destroy myself again sometime later in the year on the next tour. Yeah. Do it all over again. It's always really exciting at the start and like so fun during it. And then by like, yeah, after like a week even, you just, as you could tell by all the suicide comments we were making in the last two episodes, want <laughs> to kill yourself. <laughs> Have you talked yeah. about suicide since getting back? Oh, several times. Um, mm. Mostly Thought about it? Uh, not really, to be mm. honest. I've had a pretty good time <laughs> since I've been back. Haven't done any music at all. Um, yeah, apart from putting the last podge online and picking up a guitar or two. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's about it, man, which has been really great. Um, yeah, straight back into work. I've been for two runs, had pretty much a week off music and exercise, but I have been eating very well and not drinking. Mm-hmm. I haven't been using that app. I used it once years ago and it kind of, yeah, basically it doesn't do anything for you, but it holds you accountable kind of thing, I guess. Like it shows you what you're doing to yourself. Yeah. So maybe maybe I should jump on that thing again as well if it's working for you. Yeah. And look, it's not something I'd use forever. And like I said, it's not totally mm. probably accurate, but it just, I don't know. Keep keeps you thinking about it all the time. Uh, so yeah, maybe like once I get in a routine after a couple of weeks, I'd stop using it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sort of how I used in the past, just as a okay. Is is what I'm doing currently helping or not helping? And actually, do you want to know the real reason I used it? Please. It's to uh, how much beer could I factor into my diet each yeah. week? And then if I run and eat like this, then it means I can have a couple of nights on the drink mm. um, and not put on tons of weight. Because, yeah, it's hard working in an office, as we've said many times on the old Pioge. So what's a night in the life of Ash? If you're coming home from work and not drinking and not doing music, you've just been sort of watching telly, cruising, resting the brain, that sort of thing? Um, No, not at all. I can't remember the first few nights. It was a bit like that. Um, but, yeah, a lot of... You know, being in a new house, don't, well, you probably can't see it, but my room is still pretty bloody messy. So, yeah, organizing a few little things. I've been cooking dinner every single night, been enjoying mm. that because, you know, especially after being on tour and buying out all the time. Yeah. Eating so, it's been out. good. Yeah, eating things out and And also, buying takeaway. And buying takeaway. <laughs> but, yeah, I did a few little things like... um. Google Docs got on the old Google Sheets and made a budget for the year because we've got a bit of stuff coming up and I want to make sure I hit some savings goals I've got this year. Awesome. And yeah, did a, did some homebrewing this week, which is oh, something I've you've been talking about that. Yeah, I've talked about it for ages um, and finally did it, put on two batches of it over the weekend, went okay. I'll find out how it tastes in a few weeks, I guess. What are you brought? Uh, brewing like... Kombucha. Yeah. Some sort of stout and some sort of pale ale. Is this so, why you're not drinking? Yeah. Well, the, the idea is that in order to save money and also not drink so much, I can only drink what I brew. Mm. But that's... Realistically, that's not going to happen. It's more going to be like, um, I don't want to buy a carton of beer a week and sit it around the house. I'd rather have anything that's in my house be something I've made. Um, and yeah, it keeps me this buffer zone between tour and when this beer is finished is like, that's about as long as I want to take off drinking. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of motivation to actually get it happening, which it did motivate me to do. And it was pretty fun, man. Um, stuffed a few things up, I'm sure. But as they say, beer will happen. And it's the same thing like with that coffee roasting shit. I, that saved me bloody $500 a year at least on coffee and probably tastes better than most coffee shops. So this is like an extension of that. Actually, that reminds me, one other thing I have not been doing since I got back was buying coffee at work every single day. Haven't bought one. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, wow. So, good for the health and good for the wallet. Totally, man. I've been the opposite. I've actually been buying coffee almost every day. Um, the first few days, I was pretty disciplined making it the night before and being pretty prepped, but I uh, don't know, just have been trying to get honestly, as much sleep as possible. I don't know about you, man, but I've slept probably between six and eight hours consistently every night since we got back and I still feel like I'm on tour. (laughs) I've slept about the same, but I don't feel like I'm on tour anymore. I feel pretty good. Yeah, I just feel like I'm being born every morning again, as Jerry Mm. Seinfeld would say. Yeah, oh, it's never easy waking up in the morning, any time of the year. Mm. Yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, as they say, you need to be, like, the best way to get up in the morning is to be excited about the day, and I don't know. I don't know if I believe that or not, because oh. even on, on tour sometimes, I'm, like, hell excited for the next day, but if that alarm goes off after three hours sleep, I'm pretty keen on jumping out of the window. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know, man, it's... Yeah, it's weird. I actually went for a new job the other day, put in for one. So, we'll see what happens with that. Did you have to spend Nothing. much time on the resume or no? I was already ready. Uh, I did that in maybe October, November. Maybe it was October last year and just, man, spent like 12 hours on it. Just first time in two years of actually really updating it. And then I took one look at it and went... That's pretty bang on still. So I changed one or two things, like slightly catered it for this new job and then chucked it in. Highly unlikely I'll get it. It's pretty uh, competitive job market, but I kind of figure that there's never a good time to go for a job. You know what I mean? You just If you just put one in every few months or so and it's better than what you're doing, um, at some point one of the little fishies is going to bite. <laughs> Get a new job, mate. Yeah. What's the harm in putting in an application? And even if you get an interview and don't get it, still good practice and interesting, totally, man. interesting thing to do. And I've seen some of the people that work in big wig jobs and they are often not smart or cool, generally yeah. fucked. <laughs> so, and I look at people sometimes and I'm like, I could be doing a better job than them. Yeah. So yeah, those little fishies, who knows? Yeah, I think I've got to a point in my job now where I've learnt one whole hell of a lot. And I mean, even the last two days at work, I learnt a shitload about some, you know, some areas that I never, ever knew about, never, ever thought I'd learn about. But um, it's not really, I don't know, I don't know. I think I've hit my mark in terms of where I can perform at work. So, I want to move somewhere where I can uh, maybe be a bit more effective or something. I don't know. All sounds a bit fucking weird, but that's government bureaucracy bullshit for you. <laughs> you know what it's like. Yeah. As do all listeners, I'm sure, and yeah. uh, highly interested. <laughs> so what was this thing you went to on the weekend? 
Oh, I went to a Fringe Festival show in Perth because I know someone who was in it. Mm -hmm. Got tickets, went to check it out. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like a burlesque style show uh, with all females except one person who is my friend Jake and he was wearing a dress (laughs) and spinning fire. So, it was pretty interesting. Of course, and playing Uh, mouth harp on ale tales. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But that finished up pretty early. And we'd already smashed a fair bit of booze and was also with my housemate and a couple of people. So, was feeling the vibes. So, we strolled on over to Amplify Bar where Voyager were playing. Oh, yeah. Checked Did you go out. in and watch? Yeah. How much for a ticket? 25. Oh, it's very reasonable for a, a band of that caliber. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was slightly expensive for a local show. That being said, there were two interstate bands, in which case I think it's reasonable. Yeah, that's kind of, sorry, what I was getting at. Usually a Voyager show, they come out with yeah, something. Yeah, it's always, you know? yeah, yeah, I agree. It's always a bit of an event. Yeah. Um, and it was, and it was, it was pretty packed. Was Ian uh, there? No, he was not. So, that's done? He's gone? I don't know. It was a Saturday night, though. I don't know if he does Saturdays mm. normally or not, but... Yeah, regardless, there was someone else doing sound. And yeah, it was pretty much the same except not burning my ears out with loudness. Yeah, And it okay. was like quite a noticeable difference, to be honest. Really? Wow. Mm. Cool, man. And what yeah. was it like seeing a band like that? Like different sort of crowd? It was cool. I mean, honestly, I was I definitely had had too much to drink. So, okay. I probably wasn't the best judge of it or anything. But yeah, it sounded cool. It was, yeah, definitely a very different crowd than we get at our gigs. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Bumped into a few people I hadn't seen for a bit. And yeah, it was cool. I hadn't really heard of a couple of the other bands that were playing. They were mm. interesting enough, like real good musos. You know, that whole prog scene, like they're always so talented. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just not really my thing. Sound wise or song wise or style wise, I don't know. Um, so it's cool to watch the yeah the musos and stuff, but uh, yeah, not something I'd probably go home and listen to or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but good to check out from time to time, different stuff. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, does it make you want to play music again? <laughs> uh, I don't think it really changes anything, nah. No, I like just, it was actually really good just going to Amplify Bar and not playing a gig, mm. not having to lug stuff around or anything. Uh, so that was cool, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I always, whenever you watch a live band, it always makes me want to do it, I guess. Mm. Um, but no, nah, it didn't really change anything in that regards. Uh, speaking of watching bands, we're going to Cattle Decapitation next week, eh? We are pretty excited for that one as well. So that's this Monday, right? Yeah. Shit. Cool. Yeah. You working Tuesday? Sure am. You drinking at the moment? Sure not. Mm. I guess I'll... I'd say I'd drive, but I'm bloody 10 minutes away, so maybe yeah, it's just pretty Uber. Close, yeah. 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 I might train in, meet you somewhere, I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure it out on Monday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. No, oh, that sweet, should man. be really cool. Pretty excited for that. We get there early, watch all the supports as well. Yeah, I think it's a <laughs> it's a pretty interesting ticketing model they sort of had. I got a message from Sleet saying, one, may I spray your face? And two, yes, I'm coming to Perth. Of course. And three, why? And four, of course, was 
tickets were 20 bucks and then they were 25 and then they were 35 so just each round of tickets cost a little bit did we more. talk about that idea recently don't know probably on a podcast we have done five of them recently so <laughs> yeah. i also think that's a good idea and again totally. we probably spoke about these recently but yeah, I think pre-sales is a pretty important thing perhaps in this day and age when mm. people may or may not be less inclined to head out or, you know, make excuses at the last minute because they don't have the cash or can't be bothered or whatever. So, mm, yeah. those pre-sales sort of lock you into going. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I think so. It's pretty mm. crazy out there. We, did, I guess we didn't really talk about the tour post-Sydney because we didn't do any podcasts after Sydney. Mm. But um, yeah, some, again, very hit and miss, mostly hit in Brisbane, uh, mostly miss in like quite regional areas. Uh, what was Newcastle like? That was all right, eh? I thought that was actually... Not a bad show. Really good. It exceeded my expectations Yeah, in, in regards yeah, to turnout size and, and Gosford merch was, sales and whatever. Gosford was pretty small and a good indication mm. of like regional scenes these days. Um, we heard a few touring bands have gone through there and sort of like little to no one have turned up. Um, and yeah, yeah, taking a look at that makes you pretty happy for the crew that do come out in Perth, like our local thing. Um yeah, it's unheard of for a lot of these people to, you know, just randomly pull a hundred plus in your hometown. You know, that's pretty different. Even, yeah, even in some capital cities, it's not that big usually. Yeah, I would say overall, yeah, my expectations of what our turnouts were going to be were like 90% of the shows less than what I was expecting. Uh but, yeah, I don't know. So, that, yeah, just tells you a bit, either a bit about the scenes or the hit and miss thing or... A bit about uh, us. Yeah, Thank definitely you. about us. Thank but you, Slate. On, honestly, I was more so expecting some of the shows to be pretty big because I thought we had pretty strong lineups um, of mm. local bands and stuff. And, and, you know, some like big lineups where they would start pretty early in the day and have a lot of bands. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Interesting to think about. Um yeah, even yeah, even in Perth, I guess probably wasn't as huge as it could have been. It was still still pretty good. Mm. Um, but even going to the Voyager gig on the weekend was good to see a pretty pretty decent turnout there as well. Um, and then I'm sure there's probably shows going on at other venues around the cities, smaller venues that are getting little to no one as well. And or. Yeah, man. Maybe that's just the way things are going at the moment. Like, um, without making this sound like there must be something wrong with everyone in Australia for not <laughs> coming to see us, <laughs> but in terms of places like going to Japan or other countries, and they just have these little tiny venues, and the same venue they'd put up Claim a Throne on a headlining tour in Japan, they'd bring Black Dahlia through two weeks later. You know, so I think maybe that's the way things are going. I don't think that definitely not the extreme metal scene. And I mean, come on, extreme metal for God's sake, as opposed to, you know, more mainstream varieties, more palatable forms of music. 
I think they lend themselves more to little tight, compact venues where the venue hires a bit less, so you can make the ticket price a bit lower. People can come out; it's a bit of a thrash fest, and you know, in terms of people slamming around, and you know, maybe maybe that's the better way to do it. Bit hard in WA because there's still those distances between regional areas and hard to develop scenes, but. Yeah, maybe Australia-wide, those smaller venues are where it's at. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, uh, I've been talking to this guy that's looking after our unannounced European tour at the moment, and he's he was sort of warning me that uh, it's a bit similar over there. Like, he'd recently done a tour with another band, probably similar size to us, and he was sort of saying, you know, one night there was 200 people and the next night there was 20 people. So, and he was sort of saying maybe the first one or two shows might be pretty small, um, but then the shows by the end he's expecting to be way bigger. So, it's probably the same everywhere, really. Depends on a whole lot of factors. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, is what is. Oh, pack a noose regardless. Yeah, you got those, that fine line of do you book gigs in regional areas when you have nights off or do you just have a night off, you know? Mm. Um, and you know, cause yeah, you're putting on a gig in an area that you're pretty much passing through anyway. So it's easy, but then you've got to pay for a venue hire. You got to get support bands. You got to put all the effort and stuff in. You got to play a gig. You got to set up and load out. And then you, to get 10 people, you're like, well, mm. could have just gone to the pub. Oh man, doesn't that sound good right now? <laughs> but yeah, I used the example of King Parrot a few podges back. But it's that kind of thing where they smash through an area. Yeah, they play to five or ten people, but they blow their fucking nuts off. But then make sure they come back pretty soon while it's still reasonably fresh. Mm-hmm. And um, we did stay with Toddy from King Parrot in Brizzy at his awesome, awesome spot that he's got in our rehearsal rooms there. The, probably the most luxurious accommodation <laughs> of the whole trip. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, he was saying that, um, yeah, Parrot are going to do some big regional tour and smash through for a bunch of weeks and that's that's how they do it, you know. I think they take the hits with the misses and uh, we did that to some degree where, yeah, we, we may not have done so well in one ultra-regional re- town but then in one sort of partway city, partway regional town, we made up for the night before and then some, so... Yeah, it's a funny thing. And it's hard for WA bands to, to get that just, yeah, because you, you travel two hours to Bunbury and then the next stop is four and a half hours to Albany um, and there's absolutely no metal scene down there and there pretty much never has been. So what do you do? Mm. Yeah, crazy stuff. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Anyway, I also don't even care anymore, man. I've been <laughs> quite excited to get back here and... Uh, yeah, take some time off music for sure. Have you played much guitar? Uh, I think I have once or twice, maybe. Nothing too crazy though. Uh, I've been spending time doing uh, some post-tour stuff, acquittal-related things. Oh, yeah. Crunching the numbers. Uh, and yeah, preparing for whatever we're doing next uh, so yeah, just computer chores would be the only other thing related to music I've done, I guess, apart from a couple of, couple of strums. Is that um, soul destroying to 
do that like post tour to sit down and have to do a really non-creative thing to do with the band after you just want a sort of a bit of a rest? No, no, not really because I sort of enjoy that sort of shit and it's what's wrong cre- with you, mate? creative in a way, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It make, makes you think about things or like you, you're writing down or like identifying areas for improvement next time or... Um, you know, picking up on the strengths or seeing where we actually made money and where we wasted money and stuff like that. That's kind of interesting. Mm. So, uh, you've got a fair few sushi train, ramen labs and pubs on that um, <laughs> list of wasting money? Well, luckily, we didn't use band money on any of that stuff. If we did, then I would, but no. Yeah, I got to say, my personal bank account took a flogging in the first week of the tour. And then, yeah, I had to fully ramp it down and get a bit more sensible towards the end. Mm. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it's also almost super coach season. So, I've been doing that a bit as well. So, playing guitar. So, pretty excited for the Brown Raiders, Raiders to make a comeback uh, <laughs> this season. <laughs> Ned, if you're listening, I'll, uh, I'll create a, a league pretty soon. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Catch up next Tuesday, mate. Uh, yeah. What else? Fuck, man. Not a lot. I tell you what, I have been listening to a fair bit of that Tribulation album. That oh, Aaron yeah. Actually, I have not since getting back. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I listened to it again and I had these expectations from that car trip throughout that day and I thought, oh, that was so awesome. Listened to it and was like, I was stoked about this. And then... Yeah, a few days later, I had another listen through and got hooked again. So, I think that one might actually be on the list this year, considering it's probably going to be one of three albums that are brand new from this year I'll be listening to. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. On the other end of the spectrum, I've been listening to a whole shit ton of Manowar since getting back. Really? Thanks to Razor Roy. Uh, Yeah, enjoying that thoroughly. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh, for the lols or? Um, partly for the lols, partly just because I like it. Yeah. Uh, and just because a lot of it is pretty old school. So, I don't know, it's cool hearing a band like that. Not ahead of their time, but like comparing it to like, yeah, metal bands that from these days that play a similar style and whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can hear where the influences come from a lot of the time. So, it's interesting in that regard. And uh, it's just fun sort of music, I reckon. Certainly not something I'd put on when I go to bed or anything, but I don't know if I need a bit of a pick-me-up after work or something. I'll crank a few songs of them. Mm. And it's been good. Yeah, yeah. I'm still mostly on the podcasts, apart mm. from Tribulation. Did <laughs> listen an, again to the new Summoning album? Not since getting back, I don't... Th- oh, no, no, I have, yeah. I have, yeah, yeah, definitely have. Yeah. A- any good? Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. it's a, You know what? My favorite song is actually the first one with mostly narration about kneeling down. <laughs> so, it's been my highlight. That is good. Uh, probably the other thing I like about Man of War is that every time I hear something good, I can text Roy about it. Or like he'll that is tell, tell me to listen to a particular song and a certain bit and something funny that is about to happen. 
<laughs> so that's good. So, and that's why summoning is good also because I can generally text you like a, a snapshot of, <laughs> of the album cover or something or a song I'm listening to and you sort of like go, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I do like those moments. <laughs> I did also yeah. ask Ray if there was any good Judas Priest albums apart from Painkiller. And I don't think there is, but I've been listening to Painkiller a bit this week too. Okay, so all that old music in the car got you sort of tickled a bit, something new for you? I think it did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very weird, man. Oh, that is foul. <laughs> <sighs> DJ Crustflap. <laughs> I was a bit tickled by by a lot of things, actually, including the music. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, I got back almost not even remembering that I'm in a band or like anything along those lines. Like I rocked into work on Monday and someone goes, hey, how was the tour? It's like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, that thing. Because, yeah, we did have a stretch of days off in the middle and last last thing we did was sort of catch a plane and blah, blah, fucking blah. Yeah, I had someone <laughs> say to me, how was the holiday? And I'm like, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah, Asshole. I was decimated. It was a bit, but yeah, man, we went, oh, we went harder than fucking a tin of paint on um, <laughs> on those days yeah. off. Pretty wouldn't extreme. have it any other way. I know. Uh, that's a good question for you. How many Japanese meals you had since you've been back? Um, at least one purchased and at least three made. For real? Yeah, because I found um, this supermarket near me that has the mother load of Japanese curry um, premixes. Blocks? Really? Heaps of them. So I've bought uh, a few different ones to try out. Pretty good. Wow. How does that factor on um, my fitness pal? <laughs> um, I don't think it's too bad. I don't think it's too bad. Yeah. It's just a curry and rice and, it, you know, if you add in some carrots and potatoes and... Uh, yeah, I guess. Prawns instead of, you know, fatty chicken or something. I yeah, man. I'll tell you what, I had um, sushi train on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I believe, actually, that might be the only Japanese I've had. But I have had a green curry and also had some sort of Malaysian food. But I think tonight I might walk down and get a ramen. Oh, alone, man, I have so. had a hankering for a ramen, hey. Yeah. Tried to make one myself was real shit. Oh, really? Well, not yeah, shit, I don't but just, think- just, you know. Is there a local place? Obviously, there is Japanese near you, but is there like some ramen specialist yeah, or something? Yeah, there's the ramen lab. It's a bit expensive. Oh, okay. Any good? Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. But also, there's where there's a sushi train which has been there for years and years, they do a tonkatsu curry, but I don't know if they let you take it away or even if they do that nightly. I'm not really sure. So I might go explore. But at the same time, got a couple of sausages and some veggies in the fridge. Might just cook that stuff up. Can't go wrong. Can't, Can't go wrong. Uh, um yeah, there is a place near me in Joondalup, I've just heard, that has a dry ramen on the menu, which I'm excited about, but yet to Ooh. go there. Yeah, okay. It's on the cards. I've heard that there's one, something decent in Greenwood. Okay. A good one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit random, but it sounds Yeah. Good. And actually, did 
did Bumpin' Burger open today? I don't believe so, but it is or due this any day now, so it may have. But I don't, no, I'm sure I would have heard about it if it did. I thought I saw the word Tuesday in there. But yeah, that's another one we should try out when you're on a cheat day or whatever. Definitely. Oh, I would make exceptions. Like, I'm not a strict diet or anything. Like, yeah, whatever, mate. If my friend's burger joint opened up in the next suburb over, I would just go. Yeah, well, fair enough. Oh, actually, I went to the Woodvale on Saturday night. Really? Without drinking? Yeah, yeah. Can You're you believe insane. that? No, I can't, actually. I know. You're full of um, shit, mate. Yeah, I had some vodka. No, not vodka. I had vodka, lime and sodas minus the vodka. <laughs> lime Which and is soda. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, lime and soda. That was all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, anyway, this has been a highly fucking non-music-related, boring food podcast. It uh, will officially anything? open tomorrow, Wednesday, 14th of February. Ah, Valentine's Day, of course. Oh, and that might just be one day and then the... On and then Tuesday to Sunday. I don't get that. Anyway, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, yeah, any albums of the week? I assume Tribulation. Yeah, we're going to go with Tribulation. I don't even know what the bloody thing's called. Uh, I will find out right now. Apple Music. Hey, that's actually something I've been doing quite a lot. It's every time I get a subscription email come into my uh, mouth and also inbox, I'll hit unsubscribe mm-hmm. because I want no emails coming to me unless they're something important. I get that feeling. Yeah, I get I get smashed with them. There's like two a day and it's so annoying at first. I would just like dump them to junk or whatever, but they still keep coming in. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like um, Twitter, who's someone completely fucking random. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Andy Dowling has (laughs) liked a post by Brendan Capriotti. Oh, yeah. And... That's an email to me. I've tried unsubscribing from those Twitter ones before. And oh I've my had god! Trouble doing it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like that's cool, but you get you see that when you yeah, scroll I'll through already Twitter. know what Andy Dowling is um, posting exactly, and sharing Aaron Gox's posts. I don't need an email to tell me about it. <laughs> Who's Aaron Gox? Oh, he's just uh, I don't know. I could not even begin to explain it, but just a quote unquote comedian from over east. Oh, okay. Um, real funny, real funny. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know if it was Andy, I just made that up, but someone had retweeted something that he'd posted and so I've started following him and yeah, making me piss. His whole agenda is pretty much Aussie foods and drinks and stuff. That's how he got popular. Like just, he would use, he would have like videos on YouTube or whatever of him drinking a chalk milk or like getting the new brand of fucking Vegemite cheese um, slices or just, I don't know, stupid shit, eating a pie or something. And uh, Sounds so, hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, or he just, he's like, he'll clings onto these old Aussie food brands and stuff. It'd be like yeah, Dicey okay. talking about Chico Rolls. It's just funny for some reason. Uh, so, this is that's his main thing where he started, but now he just, I don't know, just comments on all sorts of shit. Real good. Oh, well, yeah. So, for people out there who want to follow... Aaron Gox. Vegemite Gox. <laughs> um, that that Tribulation album is called Down Below. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, two other things I listened to. One was the band Therein, who we played with in Brisbane. They were kind of... I thought they were a deaf 
style band at first and then they kind of moved on to doom and then they kind of moved on to being a folk band it was very like weird mm-hmm. but i i liked it it was quite a good watch so i listened to their album no bellium so no bell um so and therein is there t-h-e-r-e-i-n and then the other one that i did listen to was called elkenwood i also have been listening to that yeah, very, very agalocky, like ridiculously agalocky, right? Yeah, I put it on to show my housemate who's a huge agaloc fan and he was just like, is this agaloc? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds so And he like was a- strangely almost getting angry about how much it sounded like agaloc. Mm, um, but did he like it? Yeah, he, he hasn't, I don't think he's put it on again or anything, but yeah, he did. He was just a bit... I got the same I mean, thing. He was a bit weird about it, but I don't know, I, I enjoyed it. If I yeah, could what? make music that sounded like Agalock, then I would. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I think that if they keep going... Yeah, so their album is actually self-titled Elkenwood. E-L-K-E-N-wood. <laughs> Maybe different because um, um, we'd seen them live now and I know that they've got a live violinist and stuff like that. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought, honestly, live, I thought they were, yeah, very Agalocky, but a bit unique. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, hearing them on the album, you can tell that they're fully like Ashes Against the Grain era, which, again, isn't a bad thing. Um, but it is something that, yeah, maybe when they do a next album, they'll start to find their own sort of version of that. So, yep. yeah, actually kind of keen to see what those guys do. Yeah. The other thing I just forgot to mention was Depravity have put out a song on their band camp. Yeah, I had a quick listen. I think I got a minute through or something and I, something came up and then I didn't finish it. But, yeah, did hear hear the sound of it yeah so that's that should be a dropping pretty soon so yeah. yeah bit of music around australia listen to you mr music news uh it's just a, a lifetime's worth of listening right there for me i've heard that uh perth discord are making a comeback they are indeed on uh march 12th i don't actually know the date oh, Is that actually the uh i don't know don't know google it <laughs> Uh, Google hot guitarists, you'll find Owen, and then that will lead you to Discord, and they'll be playing a gig. On the topic of music news, um, Kalmar put out a new song. They, they have really? a new album coming out in April, and so they've released one song. I mm-hmm. fucking urge you to watch the lyric video on YouTube. Oh, no. And tell me what you think about the line, hip, hip, hooray, in the middle of the song. Please. <laughs> like, got to be this the whole song, the worst lyrics I've ever heard in my life. And the song, whilst it does sound like Kalmar, who I do like a lot and it sounds good overall, is like <sighs> the weirdest fucking sounds like lazy ass songwriting. I don't know. I can't explain it, but it's somehow sort of catchy, I guess. But yeah, real weird and interesting listen, put it that way. Evil Kin. Evil Kin, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, suggested videos from that are drum video, guitar video, martial arts frauds video, <laughs> and and <laughs> some other guitar video. Pretty hilarious. Mm. Don't know where that came from. Might watch it though. It looks funny. Great, great. Cool. Oh. So, should we wrap this up and I'm going to get a ramen? Stuff it up my fucking whatever. Dry, dry ramen? Nah, wet. And possibly a dry rum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't want to hold you back from going to do that, you arsehole. 
so yeah, wrap this shit up. Probably one of the shortest podges we've done in a while. Yeah. And let's leave with the tribulation song, I guess. Beautiful, man. Love it. And I'll put on the one that sounds remarkably like, I think it's Roots to Sever or one of those songs off the newer Bellacore album Vessels. Mm-hmm. It's the same chord, the same tone and almost the same phrasing. And then it kicks into a song that I actually like quite a lot and doesn't sound anything like Bellacore. So right, eh? I'll put that one on. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, and cold. <laughs> cool, man. All right. I'll speak to you soon, mate. Cool. I can't wait to listen to the new intro, by the way. Oh, yeah. We'll keep that for a while. <laughs> we should also fade out with the intro at the end of the song of the week. All right. Goodbye. Oh,